Welcome to China Tech News. What the world could learn from China's attack crackdown? As pandemic has amplified online education, emerging economies like India and Southeast Asia are seeing significant uptake in after-school tutoring. For Chinese K-12 attack companies that have listed in the U.S., the last few weeks has seen a flurry of investment liquidations in their market. The curse of the turbulence is the Chinese government's proposed reforms of their K-12 education market, ostensibly to address um, the pressures on students that mostly resulted from excessive after-school tutoring. Propelled by a student population of over 240 million between the age of 3 and 18 years old, China's K-12 attack market, packed at $31 billion, is the world's largest, the size of the market combined with Chinese parents' high willingness to pay have a driving investor interest in the sector. With the funding in 2020 alone reached over several billion US dollars. At the same time, the wider attack industry has had to wade through regulatory turbulence as Beijing consolidates its policies to keep the industry in check under its 14th five-year plan for 21 uh, to 25, China aims to strengthen school education through reducing educational burden on students and improving qualities of school teaching. According to reported officials' discussions, the government intends to regulate the management of off-campus training institutions as well as thoroughly investigating and severely dealing with in situations on matters such as unqualified faculty and undue profiteering, including through conclusion with schools. Chinese regulators have proposed a slew of regulatory measures such as disallowing long-term payments of plans, keeping a check on misleading ads, especially those with the potential to affect mental well-being of students and parents. It also wants to limit the excessive growth of after-school tutoring centers and tighten the approval of coursework and faculty to ensure only qualified professionals teach online to ease the academic pressure on the students and wants to put restrictions on hours of after-school training and disallow students under four or five years from signing up for after-school courses. The coming weeks are expected to provide a greater clarity on the final set of reforms. However, this has not stopped speculations of widespread layoffs in top companies like GSX, ByteDance, and Judao. Since last year, China's tech industry has been subjected to several crackdowns. Alibaba, China's largest e-commerce company, valued at over $700 billion, was fined $2.8 billion in April 2021 for its monopolistic behaviors. In January 2021, regulators from the Shanghai Stock Exchange suspended Ant Group's $30 billion IPO, Tencent, 
uh, one of the largest technology companies in the China that operates the country's dominating social media platform WeChat has also been warned by regulators to ensure strict compliance with anti-monopoly laws and consider overhauling its fintech division. Most recently, in the past May, Yuan Fudao and Yu Yebang, China-based attack unicorns specialized in after-school tutoring, were fined 400,000 US dollars each for false advertising and misleading campaigns. One of the suggested reasons for the strict clampdown is the latest national census data, which has revealed some pressing issues for the policymakers. In 2020, China reported a birth rate of 11.4 per thousand people, a 2.2% decline from 2019. This indicates that the average age of the populations in China is increasing, uh, which has uh, hampered the country's labor force. One of the reasons the younger population does not want to get married to for have children is because of the pressures on raising kids in recent times. By regulating the education sector and the ad tech industry in particular, the government appears to have attempted uh, reductions in the presses on presents and children so they can also persuade the youth of the countries to not shine away from having families. As the pandemic has amplified online education, emerging economies like India and Southeast Asia are also seeing significant uptake in after-school tutoring leading to multi-billion US dollars raised in VC funding annually in those regions. EdTech players in India could be better of watching their Chinese counterparts owning to certain common factors between the markets including process on students and population size. What can policymakers learn here? Why the traditional schooling system is subject to reforms from time to time, online education has largely been a free zone with low entry barriers, as anyone can start and run online education platform. Platforms have been found wanting in terms of teachers' qualification, mostly because they hire in a hasty manner that does away with the thorough background check process. Addressing these concerns could I mean, setting up an authority to set down the minimum qualifications for teachers. Bachelors in education as a close example in addition to setting licensing regime akin to a board affiliation in traditional schooling system. And issues licenses to teachers who can conduct after-school tutoring. Regulations of advertisement in the ad tech space is another concern to ensure ads are not deceptive or misleading. Access to after-school tutoring may be limited to wealthier families, furthering the socio-economic divide. There might be a need for interventions in how the courses are being priced along with the content of the courses. Going forward, EdTech companies and investors should be mindful of investing capital and effort in breaching 
the access gap and making online education course effective. This will not just bring value to the companies, but also the society, student, parents, and set the economy for success. Thank you very much, citing KRAZR.com as a source.